right there, low everybody, low everybody here, low everybody in the house. So as I promised, we're going to go step by step of all the kavanot of uh, Passover. Hope you enjoy. Whoever is here with me, please ask questions. Whoever is live on uh, Vital, I don't know if there is a way uh, to ask questions. Is there is a way to ask questions? No? So you just sent a question through Vital Transformation on the website, on the Facebook maybe. And like this, uh, you can join me. So I'm going to go step by step, do the best I can, more than the best I can. And then we're going to stop after about one hour. And then we're going to take it to the next level, okay? So let's start. First, the idea of, uh, the idea of Pesach, we need to understand that there is many, many things going on in Pesach. I mean, the main thing that is what the Ari is telling us in the beginning of uh, the Ari is Rabbi Isaac Luria. Again, and those of you joining us right now, it is a deep study. So sometimes I will say words that you may not understand what it is, and I'm sorry. So that's when you need to study more, which is the good news. All right? So some of what I teach is vocabulary. Some of what I teach is content. And you've got to find out what you're missing more. Okay, so if there is words you're missing and I didn't explain, that's good news. That's when you need to study more. So the idea is like that. What exactly happened? I will give introduction of five minutes from Dari. Dari said that in the generation before Egypt, uh, whatever happened in the Tower of Babylon and whatever happened um, uh, uh, with the time of Noah, People behave in a selfish way, and because they act in a selfish way, they had to be reincarnated into Egypt. Most of what they did wrong was sexual. Men did whatever they did sexual, and that's why only men was killed by Pharaoh. And Pharaoh killed only the men because only the men commit that crime of sexuality. Because it might make more sense to kill the women because the women kill, give birth. Why did he kill the boys? The boys doesn't have any value. You know, you should kill the woman, the other one will get pregnant, the other one, because one man can get 10 women pregnant. You understand? But, but that's, that's a mistake, like logically, but now you understand why. Because the crime, the scene was done by men, they had to be killed men. So I'm just giving you an introduction, uh, why Egypt? Now, what exactly happened spiritually? And again, I'm going to jump from the physical story to the spiritual story. The idea is, and the reason we need to understand that introduction, because as we come to the seder and we set up the plate and we set up everything, we might fall into the meal. We might fall into the gathering of the people. We might fall into memory. We might fall into, uh, wow, this is so nice. We might fall into the soup is good. We got to be careful because it's everything is a way to basically create a better year if you know how to get yourself out of Egypt. Now, what is Egypt? Egypt means, it's called Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim comes from the word Nero, Tsar. Tsar means Nero. Now, if you look at the body, the Nero part of the body is the neck, right? This is where is the neck. The back of the neck in Hebrew is called Oref. Oref is the same letter as Paro, Pharaoh. So now we have Egypt, the Nero. Mitzrayim means Tsar, Tsar means Nero and it's the neck, and the back of the neck is pharaoh. So we are dealing with getting out, not of the neck, I mean, it's not about the physical neck, it's getting out of whatever uh, uh, choking you, whatever is killing you, whatever is not allowing you to get your freedom. And who is in charge of it? 
Pharaoh. Pharaoh is in charge of it. So our job is to step by step <coughs> overcome that Pharaoh, overcome that Egypt. Can I get a glass of water or even three glasses of water? Thank you. So we are, hello, hello, hello. We are basically getting out of Egypt step by step. Now, what does that mean, freedom? We need to understand freedom then. Freedom is a very important lesson. Freedom, most people think of freedom, I can do whatever I want. I do whatever I want. And I had the privilege to be many years in, in Passover with, with the Rav. And I remember, you know, the Rav always personally told me, you know, most people looking for the wrong freedom. Everybody wants to go to Thailand. That freedom, oh, thank you so much. How did you know I was thinking about it? So a lot of people think about freedom as, as something that I got to do what I want to do. And once I accomplish that, I got to do whatever I want to do, that's freedom. The explanation from Dari that that's what freedom is. Freedom means the capability of saying no to whatever I wanted to do. <laughs> that's, that's a freedom. And to get to that level, that's a very hard, you know, it's not easy to get there. But to get there, that's our accomplishment in um, uh, Passover. Now, please remember, because Egypt, and again, I'm going to jump from the story to the spiritual explanation, back and forth, back and forth, all the time. Because in Egypt, Pharaoh made the Israelites into a slave. It doesn't mean that he made them into a slave on a physical level, the way we think slaves are. Because if you read the commentary, they were quite rich. So they weren't slaves. So the slavery that they were talking about is ability, it's not ability, it's, it's a necessity to be slave to something I want, like addiction. So that's one type of slavery. Now, why Pharaoh won? Where was God at that time? How can that be that Pharaoh winning? It's not right. This is just not right. Where was God in this situation? Very good question. I'm happy you asked that. So the idea, <laughs> the idea that, that it happened is because we're talking about the way we get our energy. We can only get our energy from a pipe. There is a pipe. Try to imagine a pipe give you energy. That pipe has a name. It's called the Eran Pin. Now, the Eran Pin has the clothing of the Eran Pin, which means the cup, and the fulfilling. Now, try to imagine that I say, I'm thirsty, and you give me a cup. How would I feel? Well, that's potential, right? But I don't get the water. Pharaoh was feeding the Israelite through the cup of the Eran Pin, not through the water of the Eran Pin. What happened to the Zeranpin? What happened? Well, Zeranpin saw that nobody want to do restriction. Nobody want to be a spiritual. Nobody want to change. Nobody want to transform. Everybody say, me, 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 myself. Zeranpin said, I don't have an affinity with that. I got to go. Where do you go? Why do you go? Why do you even leave? Simply, you have to leave simply because if you don't leave soon enough, the dark side, what we call the clipot, would you remember that name? The clipot will eat Zeranpin alive. Zeranpin has no chance, no chance to fight the clipot. So what Zeranpin is doing, he's going back to his mom. His mom's name is Bina. So what he does, try to imagine a baby, it's kind of weird, I know it sound, it's going to sound very weird what I'm going to say, that the baby is going back to his mother's womb. After he's born, after he's 20 years old, he is saying, you know what, it's quite dangerous here. <laughs> It's going back. It's a concept, a crazy concept. Okay? So this is called 
three and three without going to details, going to Basav Ubari. You can call it, um, I'm trying to remember the words in English for that. Uh, it's going to a situation of Ubariyut. Uh, I would say Ubariyut. Embryo, yeah, he become embryo again. It's very good, embryo. Um, yes, yes, he become embryo again. And when he's embryo, there is good things and bad things that happen. Good news, the dark side can never attack him. Bad news, what about us? We need the energy from Zeranfin, we don't, we don't get it. So the entire seder going through stages to make sure our Zeranfin come back. So basically, in Pesach, in the seder, in the seder, seder by the way mean order, we give it birth to a real Zeranfin, and we give it birth to it because the entire year we do wrong thing. If somebody thinks that they're doing everything perfect during the year, they're not supposed to go to Seder. Seder is only for people who realize they mess so bad that they need to give birth to a new one. If you're going to the Seder because you think you're already okay and everything is perfect, don't go. There's no point to it because your, your Zeranpin is perfect. Okay, I'm going to, to, to Passover. I need a new Zeranpin immediately. I need a fresh one. I need to give birth to a new one because I need life, I need energy, I need happiness, I need safety, I need overcoming of fear, I need love. So if I want to get it and feel it, I got to give back the Zeranpin how it was. So now, let's understand it. The night called the night of the Seder. The funny part, when you're getting deep into it, and I had the privilege to study with my two children, God bless them, you know, Yehuda and Michael, and this is the first year, the first time in my life I studied with them the old Kavanaugh, the old meditation, everything, you know, which uh, normally I didn't have to do that, but it was a necessity because they're going to explain a lot of the parts. And we studied together, and it was wonderful, you know, it took us one week, and we put everything together. And the, the beauty of studying, what they realized, because they go to yeshiva, they go to Orthodox Jewish school, they realize how many people who are doing Seder have no clue what's the purpose of it. So what did we study? The first thing I want you to get. The night of the Seder called the night of the order. Nothing is in order at that night. Nothing is in order. Nothing. Nothing. Everything, I don't want to say chaos, but it's such a not order. Meaning, now we're giving birth to Zerampin. How big is the baby that you're giving birth to? What is it? Five pounds? What is it normally in the hospital? Huh? Ten pounds. Ten pounds. Oh, that, that's a Russian baby. That's a Russian baby. Okay. <laughs> Russian baby is eleven pounds. Okay. Hey, mom, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, I'm talking about a normal baby. I think it's five pounds to seven. Okay, we got a Persian baby. Don't eat a lot, so it's seven pounds. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, now try to imagine the baby is born 200 pounds. Scary, right? Poor mom, right? So the idea is that the baby in the first stage, in the first stage, you want to close the door maybe? So, I mean, don't totally close it, but some people might want to come. Thank you. Yeah, that's better. So the baby has to be born as a man. Why? Because if he will be born as a baby, the clipot will eat him alive. Make sense? So we're going to the war on the clipot. Does it make sense, Leah? Makes sense. We're going to the war with the dark side. Now, you're not going to win the war if you're going with babies. 
Now try to imagine that you have, what is the strongest person in the world? What's the name? Hercules, that's his name? Or Tarzan, or I don't know, Hercules. Hercules now is baby. When he was five days old, he can fight. But potentially, when he will become 20, he can fight. So what do we do in the Agadah? What do we do in the Seder? We start with Hercules when he's 20. Then we're going back to him being baby again. So the entire Agadah, and I'm going to go stage by stage with you, and I hope you're going to write it down. The entire stages of every part of the stages I will tell you now is a baby, now is old, now is that. So you would know what you're dealing with. So we start with called Kadesh. Kadesh is when you hold the Kiddush. We start, if you look, if you have the Agadah, good. If you don't, write it, look at it later. It's very beautiful. We start, and I'm going to go to the Kara. I just want to show you an example, and then we're going to go back to the beginning. Kadesh, it's a Gadlut Bet the Ima. The baby is strong, powerful, and he born right away to go to war because if you send the baby, they will never have a chance. Okay, so I'm just giving you the idea as a, as a you found it? It's a Gadlut Bet. Okay, and I'm going to go to Gadlut, Gadlut, I'm going to go Matzah, I'm going to go to the wine, step by step on everything. But I want you to give you just a general idea of what we're dealing with so you get excited like me. I'm super excited when Passover is coming because there is no such a thing like that. It will never be and there is no such a thing like that. Whatever you get in the seder, there is no such a gift. And when you have the understanding, you get it. You don't have the understanding, you got a good meal. Hopefully it's a good meal. But that's it. Nothing more than a good meal. You got matzah, you got wine, you got some chicken or I don't know what we're serving. Mazel tov, you go home, nothing happened. But when you get that type of understanding, and when the sun go down, once the sun go down, suns, sunset on Monday night, you already start getting energy. So how can you not dance? How can you not be happy? Free! You don't have to do anything. It's come by itself. Energy starts to come down. Nothing you got to do. Everything is there. Okay? So this is the basic introduction. Now I'm going to go and explain matzah. I'm going to explain the wine. I'm going to explain katlut, katlut four level, and then we're going to take it to the next level, okay? Any question before I go? I just give you the introduction. Any questions, something challenge you, don't be shy to ask. That's why I did it for Yes, please. I wasn't clear on the, on the overall, the, the general trajectory. You talked about being a little, a little baby, the growing to, to an old man, and all the stages in between. Is that, I, I didn't get the core, like the core, the core meaning that you were saying. No, sure, I clear on your question. Please ask it again. What um, do you mean core? I'm curious, uh, you gave like a, a, a focused summary of the general... General idea, yeah. I wasn't quite clear on what, on what that, that, that idea is. The idea that the baby is born when he's 20 years old, instead of being born when he's one day old. The reason he's born this way, which calls Zeran Pin, that he can fight the dark side. Because if he will be born as a baby, he will never make it against the Klipot. Now, because we are in Egypt, because we're fighting Pharaoh, which is we're fighting it in the night of the Seder, we're fighting our negativity... The creator, the divine God, whatever you want to call it, give us a gift. And he let the Zeranpin be born right away with a full capacity. And then he starts to the stages that he is small again. So that's a gift. That's like an amazing gift. We should dance just for that. Unbelievable. That's what excites me. Yeah. Let's go to details. More question, more question, more question. All right. So let's, let's understand now. Now, every time we mention wine... Once we talk wine, every time you're going to drink wine during the seder, whatever you're going to be here with me, whatever you're going to be, any place you're going to be, is the same. It doesn't matter where you're going to be, it's the same if you have the understanding. If you have the understanding, you're memorizing it. Okay? My, my dream that one day, each and one of you 
can explain it to others, you will have your own seder, 200 people. Every person should do that. That's a dream. Again, otherwise we're not going to go. We're not going to save the world. So whatever you go, it's good. Wine. Wine means that the light comes from Ima. Would you remember that? Light from Ima. Ima means mother. Ima means Bina. Okay? Matzah means the light comes from Abba. Abba means Chokhmah. Please remember that. Wine from Ima, Bina. Matzah, Chokhmah. You know what matzah? Everybody know what matzah is, right? The flat bread. Yeah? Good. So, when we talk about wine, let's say you do Kiddush, now you know light coming from Ima. You do a matzah, you don't light come from Abba. Okay, you always have to remember that. The entire seder, you must remember that because if you will not remember that, then you wouldn't know why we're using wine and, and matzah. So this is a major, major, major understanding because once you don't understand it, you wouldn't understand why in the uh, Agada or in the Ari, or I'm using this here, I'm using a new one and thank God, I don't know, he's watching me, Michael bought me a new Agada with thousand explanations, I'm in heaven for that. The wrong thing, he gave it, it arrived on Friday. I couldn't concentrate this Shabbat. I just reading it all day long. It's unbelievable. So on one word, this is one word. This is how much explanation there is. It's, it's just, I'm getting high from that. This is 20 pages on one word. This is happiness for me, happiness. So I have this, I have that, I have that. So I'm very happy about it. So when you read it, and you, you read it, so right away, he's telling you the importance of doing the, the, the wine and to many women sometimes think that you, they, do, they don't have to do it. By the way, women have to do it. Men have to do it. And I, I, I use the word have to or must, whatever make you do it because that's where you're getting the energy. So don't cheat on that. That's the one night you don't want to cheat. Now, if you're not allowed to drink alcohol, then drink grape juice. That's okay too. Okay? So whatever, whatever help you. So again, what's come from the wine? Very, what come from matzah? Very good. Now, let's go now to the details of what we call Katnunt and Gadlut. Let's go to Katnunt and Gadlut. How we're doing with the battery? We're looking good. All right. There is something that called, maybe I'll move to the other side so you all can see that. There is something that called Katnunt. Okay? Katnunt means smallness. Gadlut. Okay? Katnut, Aleph, is a baby. A baby can be three to five years old, okay? Let's say. Gadlut, Aleph, is five till 13. Katnut, Bet, that's where everybody gets stuck, unfortunately, 13 till 20. Gadlut, Bet, is 20 and above. Now, why did I say that's where everybody gets stuck. Most people get stuck in teenager age, which means people are 30, but it's still teenager. They never change. Because the major change in Katnut Bet from 13 to 20 is when you develop to become a human being. A woman or a man, this is where you're supposed to accomplish everything. Most people don't do the work here. This is the work. This is when the beginning. Katnut Bet is when you're already 20 and above you're growing up. So many times you meet men or women that never grew up. And because they never grew up, they're still stuck in this age, nothing really happening in their life, okay? So now, now you understand more to the details what I, what I meant with Katnut and Gatlut and what exactly happening, okay? 
So you need to understand it. Now, the question is, why are we using butter? What's the purpose of that flat bread? What are we getting from that flat bread? If you're going by religion, you're just memory of what happened in Egypt. Which if you're doing it for the memory, you're going to get nothing out of it. It's going to be memory. You know the song Memory? I think about Barbara Streisand. No? Memory. Here's a song like this, no? To love me. Oh, it's, oh, it's cats? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Cats. Wrong. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. So the idea is like that. Why matzah? So I'm going now to the Zohar in Parashat Emor, verse 131. Those of you who want to read it later. It say, why matzah? What exactly is matzah? What are we getting by matzah? We said that matzah we're getting from Abba. But what is matzah by itself? The matzah, to understand what matzah is, it's written by the Zohar that we have to go back before the creation. What happened before the creation? The sun and the moon were one. It was exactly the same. Both of them were one. It was no different between the sun and the moon until, based on the story, if you want to take the story, God said to the moon, Lechi umaati et Go and make yourself smaller. Because the moon said to God, how come there is two kings or two queens in the sky? You need only one. There is never such a thing. So God said, go make yourself smaller. It's been, it seemed like God was in a bad mood after the moon asked that question. But it doesn't make any sense, right? It's a code. It's a, it's a spiritual code. Let's understand the code. So what happened? Malchut used to receive all the light of Chokhmah. It's going to get a little deeper. So hold on until I will make it clear. Malchut was receiving all the light from Chokhmah, meaning all the light from the divine, from the creator. And he didn't need to receive and nothing from Zeranpin, nothing. Everything was directly from above. Now, God said to her, make yourself smaller. She made herself smaller and now she become below Zeranpin and now she cannot receive the light of wisdom Whatever she receives, it has to go through the Eranpin. So the Eranpin used to receive Hasadim. Malchut used to receive Chokhmah. I'm going to explain it. Those of you who study TLE understand it. Those of you who don't, I will explain it in about, it will take me four to five minutes. There is two types of light. There is the light of the divine that comes directly. It's called raw, naked light, meaning the whole blast of the light. The or the Hasadim is a light which is clothing to the light of Chokhmah. Meaning, if we take, for example, um, if we take, for example, the light of wisdom is the water, and the light of Hasadim is the pipe. So the pipe is not important, but without the pipe. Without the pipe, we cannot actually reveal that water or pass the water from one point to another. That's actually what happened. And the idea is to get to a place where we understand the connection between or the Chokhmah or the Hasadim. So, Malchut was receiving all the light directly, it's like the water, and the Eranpin was receiving. Basically, the light of Hasadim is the Levushim. 
is the clothing of that light. You want another example? You can take a wire, electric wire. Electric wire has electricity in it. Electricity is or the chokhmah. That's the main thing. The wire itself is or the chasadim. So every time you have the secondary thing or whatever is capture that energy is or the chasadim. Every time you are talking about the main energy is or the chokhmah. Kapish? Yes? Etiendo? Fahime? Yeah? Okay, good. So now let's understand what matzah. We need to tell, explain what matzah is. Very important. So after Zeranpin or the Tiferet told God, God told Malchut, Lechi umati Go make yourself smaller. What does that mean, go make yourself smaller? Now you're no longer going to receive energy directly from the divine. You have to receive the energy from the Eranpin. No more direct energy. It says, Shefa Matzava Aleph Nikra Matzah. When we receive the energy directly from Chokmah, we have a name for it. It's called Matzah. Now you appreciate this holiday even more. So when you eat the Matzah, you've got to better appreciate that Matzah. The first bite, not tonight. You cannot eat Matzah until Monday. Don't touch Matzah. I mean, you can touch it, but don't eat it. I hope you don't eat it. Right? So Monday night, when you have the first bite of the Matzah, it's super exciting because you're actually connecting to the time before creation. You're connected to the time before Wednesday because we know that Wednesday, everything with the sun and the moon took a place. Yeah. You want to ask something? No, no, no. You're, you're excited too. Thank you. So when we talk about bread or chametz, that means it's a bread that's receiving energy through the air and pin. So the whole year, we're eating bread, we're eating chametz, it's a bread that already went through all the chasadim. Now, let's understand it. Not enough. Not enough. We got it. Okay, nice. We got a baby a name. Now we need to know what type of baby we're having. By the way, the explanation is from Rav Ashlag. It's not from the Zohar, so you might not find it through the English translation. There is good news and bad news about it. The good news... And the first one, that you can receive way more energy. It's perfect. I receive all the Ordokma, flash of light, immediately. And by the way, that light revealed only on the first uh, Seder, only on the, the first day of Pesach. Take advantage of it. Take advantage. Do every second you're getting energy. Every second. The first aspect when they receive everything from Chokhmah, by the way, it's not from Chokhmah, it's the Sfira. Chokhmah means it's receiving light of wisdom. I want you to make the, the distinguish between the two. There is Chokhmah as the Sfira, and there is Or the Chokhmah, light of wisdom. Light of wisdom is a type of light. It's not Chokhmah as a Sfira. Yes? Based on the eyes, most of you lost me. You know what I'm talking about? Yes? Okay. So, Malchut is basically receiving a direct energy from Bina, like Zeher and Pin. But Malchut is only receiving what? Chasadim. I'm sorry, Chokhmah uh, uh, without Chasadim. Now, what if I take now 
electricity and I wouldn't have a wire to pass the electricity from one side to another. What do you do with that? It's like almost like lightning, right? Is lightning is electricity and you cannot capture it. There's no way to capture lightning. I mean, there were hope. What happened? Become dark on us. Huh? It's purposely? Okay. It's purposely. It's the light of the Chokhmah. <laughs> do we need to turn on the light or something? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I've become professional. I know when the light needs to be turned on. I don't know if it's spiritual or physical. Thank you. Wow. So, what happened, when you receive light from Chokhmah, it's dark. When you receive light from Chassadim, it's with light. And don't get confused. It's a very important understanding. Again, because that will get you to appreciate the matzah in a level that you have to dance. When you receive just light of wisdom, it's called light of wisdom. It's a direct light from the divine, but there is nothing that can capture it. It's almost like looking at the sun or looking at lightning. If you be that close to lightning, it will blind you. You will not be able to see anymore. The light of wisdom cannot shine, cannot reveal without light of mercy. And that's why the light that we will see is very little. It's very little. That type of light that is very little, we call it matzah, or we call it lechem oni, poor man bread. Why do we call it poor man bread? And why is it flat? And now, why don't go into physical, why is it flat? Why is it not east? Why there is 18 minutes? This is physicality. But why? Why? Where did they come up with those alachot? Where did they come up with those laws? That's mean that the light that revealing through the matzah is a direct light, direct light, but a direct light that cannot be revealing itself. Also in the second level, there is good news and bad news. The good news is receiving from Zerampin. So now it's center column, now it's balanced. And there is more light. There is more light that's been seen to the eyes, but less light of wisdom. Malchut now receiving everything from Zeranpin. No longer from Bina. That's what we call it bread from the sky. Sky corresponding to Zeranpin. Okay? Sky corresponding to Zeranpin. Because it's not light that belongs to her, it's only coming from Zeranpin. And that's why we call it Chametz or Seor. Because at that type of light, the Klipot allowed to touch it. The light that comes from wisdom, the dark side cannot touch. Okay? It's infusion of light. We cannot have a lot of it. And that's why it has to be flat bread. And so it has to be a matzah. But whatever is there, is shmura. What is shmura? Anybody heard, investigate the word shmura? Shmura means guarded. Now, if you ask a rabbi what is guarded mean, because they have to guard the wheat, it shouldn't touch the water, then you have to guard the flour, it shouldn't be in water, then you have to guard, once you bake the matzah, it will be 18 minutes. It's true. But shmura is more than that. Shmura mina mezikim. It's been kept from the dark side, it's been kept from the klipot. How? Because the light that revealed there is the light of Chokhmah. That's totally a, a, a mind-blowing understanding. 
מחמת המיעוט השורה עליה מכוח המסך דחזה דזהר אנפין. כי אז בליל פסח הייתה מלכות בהשפעת להם מבחינת מצב א' שבה. In the night of פסח, and only, only in the night of פסח, only in the סדר. It's a mind blowing. What happened in the סדר? You going back before Wednesday of the creation, before human being created, and you will receive light of wisdom. There's no unheard of. Now, you might say, they, <laughs> wait a minute, you just say it's dark. I'm scared. I'm not sure I'm ready. I'm not sure I have the vessel. Lel shimurim hu le'ashem. It's saying that this night is guarded. Nothing to worry. No clip on that night. The light will come. It's a gift from the Creator. You have a card from the Creator. Say, that's for you. Enjoy it while you can. Tomorrow it's gone. Take it. That's what happened that night. דהיינו מדרגה שהייתה בטרם מרותק וכל הקליפות הנכנסות במהירות הירח וחמש זמן היו מתבטלות. And whoever is connected, whoever is connected to that light that called light of wisdom, light of חוכמה, is unburned. The seor of the chametz has been burned. So what I want you to get from that and be excited, you know sometimes when I get excited nobody understands what I'm excited about. I hope I was able to communicate what I'm excited about. So the idea We need to understand that when we burn the chametz, you know, and I hope all of you will burn the chametz this year, not just the physical one. When you burn it, don't think just burning the physical bread or, or some note that you put, may God help me to get rid of jealousy and blah, 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 blah. You know, to be burned something more than just the physical. And the idea is to understand that I'm receiving now light of wisdom, the light of wisdom, this infusion of light, burning everything by itself burning everything everything has been cancelled everything has been cancelled you want to know why they left Egypt you want to know why they left Egypt because there is two types of consciousness some might say they left Egypt because Pharaoh kicked them out right It says that Pharaoh kicked them out. That's if your lower consciousness fell down. Or if your consciousness want to raise up, you will have to say, wow, the light of wisdom revealed and all the negativity has been burned. So what is matzah? What is matzah? Light of wisdom pure light of wisdom that injected into this night only again only only that night by the way the light disappeared the next the next day the next morning boom it's gone and it's become slowly slowly normal until the night which means what is it Monday night infusion of light in the morning you're gonna feel maybe 30% left called Reshimot and then at night it's gone that's why you can't take the Omer you can't take the Omer because uh, because you've just been hit by the biggest gift of your life, and now they took the gift away from you. I don't know, they buy you a private jet, try to think about it, whatever is a big gift, I don't know how to imagine. You have a private jet, you have a key for private jet, and they come to you and say, by the way, that helicopter is for you, and that's private jet parking there for you. You're excited. The problem is, the next morning you see people start packing it. They didn't take it yet, and at night after, gone. What happened? Ah, now you have to do something called counting of the Omer that you have now to earn and work hard to get the private jet back and the helicopter back. That's actually what you're doing. 
And Shavuot, when Shavuot coming, which is 49 days, which is seven times seven, clear, whatever, I don't want to go into details too much. We talk about it doing the Omer and Shavuot. You're building the vessel so you allow now to receive it. Because because of that, it was Matnat Chinam. It was a free gift. You cannot do What are you going to do with private jet? Take some time to study how to fly it. Okay, we give you 49 days. Now you go to study that. So we give it to you. But it's a very important moment and excitement that we need to understand. So I just finished it, then you can ask me. Okay? This is the matzah. And it's very important that we need to understand again, and I'm so happy to give the lecture specifically today. It happened this way. I don't know why. It's the Ilula of the teacher of Ravashlag that never wanted to reveal his name. And it's also the Ilula of Miriam Neviah. And it's also the time that you are pulling the, the se, you're pulling the, uh, by the, you, you take the horn of the ram and you're pulling him. And the ram representing the ego trip. You know, so you, it's not just pulling the ram physically, you know, it's, it's basically holding the ram in his horn and basically telling him, I'm in control of the ego, not you. So it's a very, very important thing. Yes, question. Yeah, you mentioned that you're making the analogy between the, the private jet and the gift. From yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, don't you feel like that on Pesach, really the gift is not taken away? Part of the point is that we receive all this light. All taken away. We, right, all we, taken away. All. No, but we transform from this light. So there's no transformation. There's no point to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all been taken away. All been taken away. Taken away. I want you to get depressed now or get happy. You have to decide. <laughs> you have to choose. Either you get depressed right now or you get excited that you have 24 hours to enjoy it. But, then, but in those 24 hours, you create a lasting... Chipazon. Chipazon. Chipazon means right? speed. No, chipazon means speed. People who do, you don't see them on Pesach moving the body faster, don't get the energy. The energy is momentarily. And if you don't look at it like it's come and go, you will look at the energy like sitting there. No, you have a few hours. And that's why people who are real, like if you read the Agadah, there is a section there that um, a few rabbis were sitting in Bnebrak. I don't know if you ever read it, and it's written that they didn't know if it's Shema. Why do why, why you have to read it in the Agadah? Because they were so busy with that that the light came up in the day. They didn't know if it's a light of Passover or it's the light of the days that they cannot say Shema anymore. You understand what I'm saying? So if you read it, you get into it. It's exciting. But it's momentarily. Yes, I'm, I'm so sorry. I mean, I would want it to stay too. And I make transformation, but nothing. Nothing that you can do in your lifetime to gain this light. Nothing. Of course, but you use it to transform internally a little bit. You're different from before and after. You've changed, right? You always change. You change, you're getting, you're doing the seder, doing that act of the seder, a different action that I'm going to explain in a second. You are creating a frequency that allows you to receive the energy which is available as a gift. Right. But it's not staying. It's gone. And right after it's gone, you have to earn it again doing the omer. So that's why the omer is for. The omer is basically to build up exactly the Zeran pin, like I talked before, remember at the beginning I said there is a fake Zeran pin and real Zeran pin. The real Zeran pin, the real Zeran pin is what we're looking for. But we lost it because we do Averot, we do selfish behavior, we think about ourselves, we judge people. Ainara, Lashonara, all those problems, the Zeran pin starts to become weak. Once the Zeran pin starts to feel weak, he's going back to his mom to, to become an embryo. Ubar, it becomes embryo, it becomes again in his mother's womb, it's called Bina. 
and once it's there, he's waiting for us to reveal them. So through the Agadah, through the Pe'ulot, through the action that we're doing in Pesach, we're giving birth again to the Eranpin. It's very important to remember that. Now remember, the Eranpin, those of you who don't know, is the core of how we're receiving energy in this world. But because we commit all kind of crime, I mean, the story of Egypt, we fell down to Egypt, Pharaoh, again, this is a story, but it's a story that's happening every day. It's happening actually now. So when, when, when we talking about Pharaoh, when we talk about Mitzrayim, this is actually, we are in Mitzrayim. Even if you are in Israel, in Ashdod, you are in Mitzrayim. Even you are in Yerushalayim, you are in Mitzrayim. If people think that the location of the place makes the Mitzrayim different, they get it all wrong. Galut, Galut is when you no longer have the ability to choose. When you lost your free will, you are in Galut. Everybody understand it? A true Galut, Galut means exile. A true exile means you don't have the ability to choose between the right and the wrong. You're in exile. So exile, it doesn't matter if you're in Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, Ashkelon, or you're in Los Angeles, or you're in Zimbabwe. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter. Are you have the ability to say no, to no, and yes to yes, you know? That's the ability. All right, let's go to work now. Like we didn't work till now, okay. So now we're gonna start building what we call the Ke'ara. Mommy, you have a Ke'ara for me? The plastic one, is it here? So like this, I can show you the Ke'ara. Now, when you take the word Ke'ara, it's very, very simple. When you take the word Ke'ara, it's very simple. I hope you know it by now. This is 170, 205. What do we get? Oh, thank you so much. What? Okay. I hold it in the air. Can I wash it later? Put it on the book. Ke'ara. Ke'ara means the plate. Now the plate, hey, I'm teaching something here. Kara mean the plate, and the plate basically, what, what's the number? What did we get together here? Ah, you're very good with number. See, only rich people know how to count. So the idea, the idea is 365 plus 10, right? 365, how many days we have in the year? Oh, you see, I knew you were rich. Okay, so 365. Now, what is the 10? The 10 is the 10 items we're using to control that ear. What is the item you use? Okay, very good. Good question. I'm happy you're asking all those questions. So we have three matzot, okay, that I'm going to talk about the matzot in a second, which is a little bit complicated, but I do the best I can. So far, I explained to you the matzot from a point of view of, you know, to understand all the, all the chokhmah coming from Abba. You with me, Avram? You good? <laughs> a little bit too much. It's very mathematical, I know. But, but eventually you listen to it again, it's good. Um, 375. So we have three matzot. Three matzah. Okay, right? We have three matzah. And then we have six items, right? Items. And we have the plate itself. And one plate. So we have three matzah. Six items, one plate, together we got, very good, is rich man talking here again. That's it. We have ten, ten items together with the plates, okay? So the plate representing basically a full control about your life. What are you smiling there, life? <laughs> All right. Now, it's very important that when you're doing the seder, when you're doing the seder, okay, I'm going to do it here, so when I'm doing it here, 
I'm going to do it for the people and I'm going to show this is the Zohar, this is the Betzah, and I'm going to explain how we achieve control over everything. But let's say you do it at home or you happen to go in Zimbabwe and you have no place to go, so do it at home, you know, take the different things that I use and do the best you can. This is very cheap, this is plastic, 225, Glatmart, making advertising for them, right? You go there, you buy it, very good, right? No big deal, you put it there. The main thing is to activating it. You're activating basically the Ke'ara. So it doesn't matter if you have a silver Ke'ara from $2,000 or you have a plastic Ke'ara. The main thing that the Ari write, actually it's not the Rabbi Chaim Vital write, he say don't fall in Pesach into the physical part. Rabbi Chaim Vital write, many people are busy in Passover in Pesach with the physical part of Passover. Don't fall into it. Make sure that you are connecting to the different things on the spiritual level. So let's go through the connection. So basically, those of you who study Kabbalah, you see that there is right, left, and center, right, left, and center. Or chesed, gvura, tiferet, netzach, od, yesod. Very simple, right? You with me? Chesed, gvura, tiferet, netzach, od, yesod. Very simple, right? I mean, in the center column, you have tiferet, yesod, right, left. Every one of them represents something. On the Zoroa, Zoroa means actually arm, and uh, called, called the Yada Chazaka, which means Zoroa Netuya. It's meaning that the Creator took us out of Egypt with a lot of power. But actually, what we put there is neck. It's a chicken neck. Chicken neck. Some people know Agim, like Sfaradim, sometimes put also the head of the lamb. But it's scary for people, so they stop doing it. Seriously. It's scary. People get scared, and some people don't like to kill animals, and some people don't like to eat meat. There's many, many traditions today. But the old tradition of Sephardic to put the old head of the lamb there looking at you. It's very scary. It's kind of scary. Cooked already? Cooked. Cooked. No, 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 no. Not alive. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Normally we eat cooked meat. <laughs> no, no. We are not into those monkey with a spoon, you know. No, no. Yeah. By the way, people really eat it. I met a person who ate it. I, I, I was shocked. And by the way, it's not allowed, even by Allah, to everybody. It's called Ever Minacha. It's not to eat the brain of the monkey while he's alive. You heard about it? It exists. Leah said, change the subject. I agree. <laughs> My wife also says, change the subject. I always get into another story. Anyway, the neck here represents the neck of Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim. Tzavar. But the back of the neck called Oref. In English, you only have back of the neck. There is no words for it. In Hebrew, at least they have oref. Do you have something in English? Back of the neck, you see, we have oref. Shh. The left column is egg. Egg in Arabic is be'ah. Be'ah means ratzon, desire. The desire of a person is something very interesting. So when you, by the way, when you put the shink bone, when you do the Pesach in your house, the head of the table will take, put the shank bone, and he will think about, here I'm doing chesed, but here I'm also controlling time, controlling Pharaoh. Then you take eggs, a boiled egg, not a life, a boiled egg. <laughs> we put the boiled egg here, and here we, we meditate that the boiled egg, basically representing the idea of the left column energy, which is desire, and the desire is something very weird. More you fulfill your desire, more you want. It's never enough. Okay? That's why left column is all about being able to say no to it. Now we come to the maror. Maror is a bitter herbs. 
It's something that looks like a radish, like a white radish, very spicy. It's almost like what the Japanese use for the green thing. What do you call wasabi. it? There? Wasabi. The, the real wasabi. What they use in the restaurant, it's not real wasabi. The, the, or, so that's bitter herb. And this is, by the way, what you want to do with it, if you have time, bring your own, uh, uh, what do you call that? Grader. Grader. And do it on the spot because you want to make sure that you are Yoitze. So Yoitze means by the law. Now, how do you do by the law? The Talmud write, this is not Kabbalah, this is the Talmud. The Talmud write, if a person eats less than half eggs, he has to do it all over again. I need to tell you the law. Half eggs. So what is half egg? It's like, like this. I read another book. In this book, I, that's why I love it. It said, well, the eggs in our days are much smaller than the old days. I said, wow, <laughs> this is even worse. <laughs> now, those of you who never eat bitter herbs don't know how much pain there is there. Now, the problem is you're not allowed to swallow it. You have to chew it, as the Ari and the Talmud in Masechet Psachim said, Im lo yatsa. If we swallow it, lo yotze. Meaning, he didn't do the mitzvah of Maror. You have to chew it. And not enough to chew it. You have to chew it until it becomes sweet like honey. <laughs> so somebody asked me this week, say, Eliyahu, I, I, need, I need to tell you the truth. So what's the truth? I chew it for five minutes, and I don't want people to know, but it never becomes sweet. What do I do now? <laughs> How many of you experience that? Did you chew it? <laughs> you chew it for a long time? Okay, you chew it and you chew it and you chew it. And the teeth that you have, by the way, okay, if you still have most of them, is 32 teeth. Okay? The 32 teeth is basically, if you want to meditate, the real kavanot, I'm going to give it to you. It's very simple. Maybe if I'm going too much on the brain, stop me. Because, you know, when I'm excited, I don't know what I'm doing. So if you take the letter Aleph, your mouse is the letter Aleph. Try to split it here and here. You're going to get Yud and Vav, and Vav and Yud. This is 16, and this is 16. Yud is 10, Vav is 6. When you said you are Loes, you are chewing, you have to meditate on this, on the Aleph, and then after the Aleph come another three letters. It's called Adonai. Dalet, Nun Yud. You know Adonai, like the name of God. So you are chewing Dalet Nun Yud, which is what in Hebrew? Din. Din means judgment. judgment. Very good. So when you're chewing, doesn't matter if you don't have the old teeth or some of the wisdom tooth never came down. You know, <laughs> become dentist lately. You know, so meditate that, that chewing the dinim. Now the maror is gimatria mavet, death. There is many, many kavanot. I'm going to go to the kavanot when we get there. So when you hold the maror just on the plate, first I'm showing you what to do with the plate. You put the maror, this is the maror. You meditate that you get center column, you're getting life by putting it there. That's what gives you balance in life. Unfortunately, balance comes through maror. If you don't have opposition, if you don't have rejection, if you don't have issue, you will not have life. So life of Tiferet depends on it. Then we go to the Netzach. Netzach has Choroset, okay? Netzach has Choroset, and in the Choroset, we know, just, yes. 
Netzach means eternity. If you take the word charoset, you're going to have chas and rut. Chas means life. Rut means is the grandmother of King David. King David has to do with death. He killed a lot of people. Chas means chaim, life. You're mixing life with death together in the charoset. Why? How, how can that be? Seven fruit and three roots. The roots are the life and the fruit are the root, are the death. Because the fruit is the end process of the roots. So that's why they consider the death. So within the charoset, you have combination of everything. By the way, when you, I will explain when you get to the maror what to do with, with the charoset. Karpas is parsley. Karpas is not what Israeli think, celery, is parsley. Okay, so you put a little bit of parsley here. Okay? Parsley. Italian parsley or Israeli parsley or any parsley. Parsley. Okay? Any leaves like that. Some Ashkenazi put potato. It's okay too if you don't have parsley. But the Ari said must be parsley. Must. Uh, I mean, yeah, parsley. Yeah. Just checking myself if I'm saying it correctly. Chazeret basically means lettuce. Chazeret basically mean lettuce. The lettuce is yesod, is what combine everything that we're going to do. Now, we're going to start working out. What was the parsley you said? Hmm? Karpas. What was the parsley? Karpas. Karpas. So what it represent? You said uh, lettuce is yesod. Right? Lettuce. Lettuce. Roman lettuce. Right. Chazeret. Chazeret is Roman lettuce. And what's the parsley then? Hmm? What's the parsley? Karpas. Karpas. Now, we're putting, those of you who have a way to do it, good. Those of you who don't have, a, have to do it, you, can you get me the fabric one, the Kohen Levi Israel? It's upstairs in my office. So basically, once you show everybody that, you are now setting up three matzot. Now you have to announce what each matzah represents. And if you don't know what they represent, it's just a bread, it's just no matzah. The three matzot, the upper matzah, you put it one above another. Either you buy a bag and you do it, either you buy a Ziploc and put, do it. It doesn't matter how you do it. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be fancy. Here. Somebody get me a gift. God bless him. He doesn't want me to say the name. And he put my name here. God bless him. So basically, you see it's a bag. It's just a bag. And you see it's a Kohen. Here, there is one curtain, and then another curtain you put Levi, and another curtain you put Israel. So like this, you put the three matzot here. So basically, you put one matzah, second matzah, there. It doesn't have to be fancy, guys. You can just get a big Ziploc or something and just put the matzot there. But you need to know what's above, what's the middle, what, what that. Now, if you have a head table in the house or something like this, you don't have to do it. But if you want to do it, why not? I encourage you to do it. If you want to do it. But if you can't do it, you can afford to do it, or you don't want to buy fabric this, that's okay too. But it's good to do it because then you will be excited about your own matzah. I like people to do it, but I don't know if you can do that. Yes? Um, so when you say the three matzot, is it, is it like the big half, the little half, and the afikoman, or there's like three separate matzot? I don't understand the question with the afikoman. What? Oh, okay, so when you say three matzot, you mean three like full pieces of matzot. It's not yeah. after we like... No, 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 no. Three complete matzah, whatever, the round, the square, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Whatever you, that's what you like, that's your matzah. That's the three matzah. That's what you're going to deal with. That's how you're going to control your life. This is very serious. This is very serious because you're doing surgery. You're actually doing surgery. This is not a joke. It's not like you're sitting there and say, oh, then let's try. No, this is very serious. 
And you have to announce to yourself. You don't have to announce the whole room. That's my Kohen. That's my Levi. That's my Israel. Okay? Now, let's go and make it more complicated. And if I'm going too far, I'm so sorry, but it's important. Now, each matzah in your mind has to be drawn as the letter A. I don't know if you know how the letter A looks like. There's the letter A. There is three ways to draw the letter A. One, one is like that. Two is like that. Three is like that. Let me say, no, I didn't do it right here. This is three vav. I'm sorry if the drawing is not perfect. This is dalet and vav. And this is Dalet and Yud. Please be aware of that. This is Levi. I'm sorry. Uh, Israel. Levi. Cohen. Okay? So Levi, Cohen, Levi, Israel. But also look at the shape of that. Now, you don't do it, it's just a matzah. You need to remember all of those things. This is all have to be memorized while you're doing it. I'm looking at your eyes, your brain's still functioning. That's good. We're going to take a break in about five minutes so I can go through the 15 stages so you will remember every kavanah on every stage. Yes? Yes. Okay, good, 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 good. So now we set up the plate. This is just the beginning. This is before even you start the seder, you need to do that. This is the plate, the kavanot, what the matzah, what the excitement, I'm dancing, I'm happy. Or the chokhmah, light of wisdom coming down. Everything is perfect. I didn't even start the seder. Nothing happened yet. This is before everything happened because I have that understanding. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm getting out of Egypt. I'm getting out of my galut, my exile. Everything is over. Everything is amazing. I'm excited. But what are we doing? How do we do it? Now we come to the part of what we're doing, how we're doing it. Question, before I let you take a break for five minutes. Question, 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 Okay, so doing good. Then I can push a little bit more. Then I can push. Once I see nobody ask question, I know I can give more. Good. So let's start the setup. Now you're sitting at the table. The matzot is there. You put them in. This is Kohen. This is Levi. This is Israel. You have all the things. I have the first matzah, Dalet Yud. Second matzah, Dalet Vav. Only in your mind. Boom. Third matzah, Vav, Vav, Vav. Remember, most, it, most of Passover is the mind or the mouth, but not with the action. If you're busy with the action, how are you going to do it? What are you going to do? You're missing it. You're falling down to Balchut. You always want to stay there and pin. Mind, talk. Mind, talk. That's why it's called Pe, Sach. Pe, Sach. Pe, mouse, the talk. Mouse, the talk. Sach means to talk. Most people think Pesach means to skip out or to step over something. Because the Pasach means to skip over a house. When the angel of death skip over, it's called Pasach. Pasach. But it's Pesach. Mouse, the talk. 
because through the talking of the evening, you actually accomplish everything you want to accomplish. Very powerful. Now, we're sitting there, now we're standing, and we start with a step. Now, before we study with everything, the first thing that I study from the new Agada I just received is you have to cancel yourself 100%. I will explain why. Before you start the Kiddush, you have to become zero. Absolutely zero. Why? Because if you take a seed, I don't know if you did it when you were a kid, you take a seed and you put it in the ground, the seed gets canceled. The seed disappears. To give birth to what? To a fruit. So before you want to give birth to a better year, to a better life, you must first disappear. And that's tough. I'm nothing. More nothing you are, more you're going to give birth to something later. More something you are, then there is no room for new things. You want to renew yourself by canceling totally everything. Okay, so that's very, very important. At that night, you receive all the healing for the year. Physical healing and emotional healing and mental healing. At that night, every miracle that you want to achieve for the whole year is available to access it. Okay? Few more things. You have the knowledge now. First step, you have the knowledge. Now, all what I share, you have it. Step number two, you need to have a desire. And that's where most people fall after they have the knowledge, they're kind of falling asleep. So, okay, now I have the knowledge. Now what? No, desire. I want. I want more. Grab more desire. And don't feel like, okay, but this evening is not bad. It's nice. We're sitting together. Food is nice. Atmosphere is nice. The light is exactly right. My company is nice. No. Desire. Because you might not know what you want two months from now. Third level, certainty. Do not let doubts to kill you while you're doing what you're doing. And fourth level is appreciation. By the way, what the Rav told me personally once to do before Passover is to sit and think about all the good things that happened to you in the last 72 hours. Most people like to appreciate what happened to them in the last 20 years. Right. No. 72 hours. Sit with yourself, close your eyes, and say, what is the great things that happened to me in the last 72 hours? Meaning starting Shabbat. Shabbat, Sunday, Monday. You just sit and think all the good things that happened to me in the last 72 hours. And you make it in your mind. Once you're getting into appreciation mode, you are, can go into Passover. Because Passover... When you are negative, you cannot enter that type of energy. The frequency is different. It will not work. So you need to have an affinity with the energy. How do you have an affinity? Appreciation. Once you have appreciation, everything seems beautiful. Okay. Now we're getting to the first aspect of the beginning of the evening. Before we're getting there, you have to remember there is 15 levels of doing. Okay? There's Kadesh, Uchatz. There is, there is 15 levels. Why 15? Because all the light that we are receiving in that night, all the wonderful light that we are receiving in that night, coming from two places. What places are they coming? Abba and Ima. Everything coming from Abba and Ima. How do you say Abba and Ima in a code way? Yud and A. What is this? 15. Verstehen? Understand? Kafish? Yes? Comprendo? Yes? 
So basically, it's not just randomly they invented 15 actually that evening, it's because it's coming from Chuchmah and Bina. What also coming from Abba and Ima? Matzah and wine. Wine coming from Ima, Matzah coming from Abba. Okay? You good there? No, it's not because you came in the middle. It doesn't matter when you came. <laughs> but it's good to know something. Right? To grab whatever you can grab, right? But you have a question about something where you don't even know what to ask. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Again, I said it, it will be a little bit... I'm just trying to understand where the Abba and the Ima... Okay. Where do you get the Yud and the Abba and the He and the Ima? Okay, the, when you write the name of God, this is the name of God, I show you. That's a good question, by the way. This is the name of God, okay? Okay, it's written from five, four letters. The first letter is called Chokhmah or Abba. The second letter is called uh, Bina or Ima. The third letter is called Ze'er and Pin. I'm not going to write, I don't have room. Or the Sun. The fourth letter called Malchut or the Daughter. Capish? Comprendo? It's good. But more you ask me, you know, I'm Linara. Merit, I'm a well, but you get to come and say, I, I don't understand, and then it will come out. I don't know what I know until somebody asks it, you know. Because, so when we do that night, we do the only Yud K. The only light coming from Yud K. The only light coming from the Chokhmah and Bina. That's why we have Matzah and wine. This is the tools. That's it. That's all tools. The rest is more accessory. But the main thing, Matzah, Abba, wine, Ima. Matzah, Abba, wine, Ima. Matzah, Chokhmah. Wine bina. It's very exciting. So now you know what you do. You go into the to the Passover and you're sitting here. You, you're actually understanding. You have the plate now setting, you have the matzot setting, you have everything. This is basically doing a surgery. Few hours of surgery. And you want to make sure that it's long as possible. You know, I don't know what to do. We have we have a big group here playing but now I'm gonna hold them. I was talking to my son. What I'm gonna to do to come up with the idea to hold the people as late as possible. But actually, I thought it's a little bit selfish because I'm thinking about me. I want to get more energy and more energy and more energy. But they supposed to get more energy too. But would they understand that it actually I was fighting with myself today on that? But it's very, very important. Let's take about four and a half minutes break. And we come back right away to the all 15 stages. And then I'll let you ask any question you want. Coming to the 15 stages. Stage number one is called Kadesh. Say after me, Kadesh. Kadesh. Great. Now, Kadesh, as you know, it sounds like the word Kiddush, Kadush, Kadosh, holiness. There's many, many meaning on that. I will try to give you everything that I have on my Agada. So the first thing is we need to understand that whenever you have Gadlut, remember we studied about Gadlut in the beginning. Gadlut means greatness, okay? Any type of Gadlut. How many Gadluyot we have? Four. Two. Two. Very good. How many Katniyot we have? Two. Very good. So let me repeat. Katnut Aleph is when a baby is from, three, from age 3 to 5. Gatlut Aleph is when the baby is from 5 to 13. Katnut Bet is when the baby is from 13, not baby anymore, from 13 to 20. And Gatlut Bet is from 20 and up. Those are the four stages of how the Erampin is born. But because we have a lot of clipot, we have a lot of negativity that won't attack us, 
the creator, the divine, with his merciful way, give birth to the Erampin when he's 20 already. That's how the, how the Pesach starts. That's how the Seder starts. How do we know that? It's written, if you look at the Kamanot of the Ari, it's written, Gadlut Bet de Ima. Gadlut Bet de Ima, meaning, Gadlut Bet, meaning the, the, the stage above 20, is instead of waiting for the baby to come like little baby, you know, five pound, or 20 if you're Russian, <laughs> eh, the baby is coming now already 200 pound, boom! This is from the wine. So every time there is Katnut, let's study it again. And Gadlut. Gadlut will always connect to the name of God called Yudke Vavke. Would you remember that? And Katnut always connect to the name Elohim. The reason it is, again, I'm giving you a very general idea because if I have to go to details, and I will go more in a second. Elohim, okay, is more the vessel. Yudkevavke is the milu, is the fulfillment. So let's say if I'm holding a cup, the cup is Elohim, and the plimiut, the internal part, is Yudkevavke. Yes? No. What's that? Yes? Okay. So now let's erase it. Now, sometimes now, please listen because that will be a little bit difficult, a little bit hard on the brain. If I take the Elohim, I'm going to write it big so we can see it. By the way, it's not Elohim. I just say I'm not allowed to write hey here, so I put kuf instead. You, you understand that, right? Normally you're supposed to put hey. If I take the word Elohim and I'm taking the Lamed, the He, and the Yud, and I try to inject more mercy into it. The way I can inject mercy into it is only if I take those three letters backward. Who know the Aleph Bet here? Anybody know the Aleph Bet order? No? What's coming before the letter Lamed? What's happening before the let, letter Lamed? Huh? Very good, Kaf. What's coming before? This is Hey, by the way. This is Hey. What's coming before the letter Hey? That's a good job. We're doing really good here. What's coming before the letter Yud? What is that? Very good. I see that everybody study very well. Now, if we put all those letters together now, we have a new name. Don't lose me, don't lose me. It's called Achdetam. I'm sorry if you come in the middle, your mind will blow, but it's still good to be together. Achdetam is the name Elohim that is normally in judgment with a splash of mercy. You know, like they say in the bar, give me this with a splash of soda. So we have a splash of mercy because the Aleph and Mem still have judgment. The sandwich, Aleph is from Elohim, Mem is from Elohim. I have to put the glasses because sometimes I go too far and the only way I can see if I go too far is with your expression. Question? What's that? How do I go? I take each letter, one letter back. When I take the letter one back, it becomes mercy. Every time I take letter forward, you have to study Kabbalah, Every time you take a letter forward, is judgment. Every time you take a letter backward, is uh, mercy. Huh? 
No, no, it's not Adbash, it's back, back. Ma ba lifne lamed? Kaf. One letter back. Yes, yes. I need your eyes, I need to see. How are we doing there? The question, ma'am. It's not bad, this is okay, this is okay. We just didn't change those two. The sandwich, you kept it the same. We took the sausage, we put vegetarians, <laughs> vegan. Okay, that's, that's what we did. We, we mercy, we get more mercy. Yes? Now, why am I teaching you that? Remember, every time we say katnut, smallness, we are say elokim. Every time we say greatness, we are talking about which name? Yudkevavke. Very good, very good. You understand it there? With the Yudkevavke and everything? Okay, very good. Now, we're still in the first stage, so I need you to understand the first stage perfectly. Is it good there? Good? Is it clear? I see you talking to something wrong. I did something wrong, okay? All right. Now, going back to Kadesh. In Kadesh, basically, there is many things happening in the same time. Many things happening in the same time. Now, where do you get this name, Achdatam? This is beautiful. Each one of your finger, if you can do that, God bless you. Each one of your finger has to be one of those letters. One finger is Aleph, one finger is Kaf, one finger is Dalet, one finger is Tet, one finger is Mem. Can you do that? When you Remember, when you do the, the Kadesh, you're going to hold it. Say, ah. Now I have the, the letter. You, you got to do that. You got to do it. It's very important. Each finger, my dear friend, activating the mercy that you need for the whole year. Chaval. It's a shame you're already doing it. So do it right. Lamalo, why not? Why not? It's, it's already doing it. And I know it's a lot to remember, but doing it. Do the best you can. Okay? Not the best, but you got to do it. Forget best you can. Okay? Enough. Now, if you add... Should I do the kolel? You that they will lose me, right? No, no, forget about it. Skip that part. Skip that part. Too much. Too much. Anyway, when you hold the cup, you want to meditate also another meditation. Lesalek ruachstut. To remove the spirit of silliness. Spirit of silliness. If it, how are we doing with that? Okay. All right. So there is all kind of negative spirit flying. There is four of them, by the way. One of them is called the spirit of silliness. When you do the wine and you think about it, I'm removing the spirit of silliness after you hold the cup, after you think and remove the spirit of silliness, after you scan all the letters and you do the whole meditation, okay? You want to start getting, sorry, become happy. That's not a good sign. Because then I'm getting excited. And what you want to do, oh, so beautiful. Ah, so beautiful. There is three meditation. The holding of the cup, saying of the words, and the energy that come in. Once you're saying the Kiddush, once the words come out, Gadlut Bet is being activated. You give birth to Zerampin. Zerampin born 200 pounds. Okay? Right away, becoming a man. He doesn't have stages. He jump out as a man. Okay? And to jump out as a man is a yud kevavke yudin. I'm losing, I'm losing you. I'm telling you I'm losing you. But I got to do that. I got to do that. Okay. Ay, 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 ay. I didn't know I'm going to do all of this. One day I should write all of this ahead of time in many boards. It will be easier. 
That's the name Yud K Vav K. There is many ways to spell it out. You know about the spelling out? Most of you know, right? So there is one to spell it out Yud Vav Dalet. K Yud. K is not K, it's Yud, right? Uh, vav Yud Vav and K Yud. So if you add it together, you get 72. So this is called Chokhmah. You see that the Yud K Vav K is still there, right? Yud K Vav K. We just spell it out, which means we spread how you write it with the letter Yud because Yud is related to Chokhmah. I know some of you are here. Hmm? No? There is four ways how to spell out the Yud K Vav K. This is called Chokhmah. There is another way. It's called Bina, and there is another way called Zeranpin. There is another way called Malchut. So there is four ways how you want to write the Yud Kevavke. Please look at your book. So when you are basically, when you are basically uh, doing the Kiddush, this is only the first stage, okay? What happened, the energy starts coming from the holiday point of view, the energy starts to come from the words point of view, and the energy starts to come from holding the cup point of view, is the main thing. And the cup is just a cup. I mean, if you take cup in in uh, Hebrew, what do we get? We get 80, what do you get there? 86? How do you get 86 here? Yeah, 86, yeah, 86. And we got Elohim, thank you. We got Elohim. So now you know why the cup is Katnut. Because Elohim is Katnut, yeah? So the cup itself is Katnut. So Cause 86, 86 is Elohim. Elohim is always Katnuyot. Whatever is Elohim is Achdatam, or whatever is Elohim is regular. Are you with me? <laughs> no, which part? No, no. So ask, ask. It's very important to understand the difference between Achdatam and Elohim. Please. Elohim is judgment. Achdatam is splash of mercy in it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because if you think about Pharaoh, when Moses comes to Pharaoh, what is the first thing... Uh, Pharaoh tell him, who is God that I will listen to him? If you look at the Bible, who is God that I will listen to him? Now, where does he get the word who? The word who in Hebrew is this letter. Mem and Yud. If you take Mem and Yud, reverse, it's called Achoraim. Achoraim means backward. If I read the name of God backward, is me. Me, Elohim, Asher, Bekolo. Me. So... Pharaoh said, I only know Elohim from the back. Only Memenyud. Memenyud is U. You understand? U. The, the people went, took the Bible and translated it into English. So what are you going to write about the word me? U. Like, it's very sad, but it's not really what it means. It means the backward of Elohim, of the judgment, that's all what I know, Moses. I don't know any other God. That's what he meant. <laughs> okay, this is too much information. Now. Uh, I shouldn't lose you. I'm only in the first stage here. <laughs> Only the first day. Let me skip that and go a little bit easier. Yes. Yeah. We have the holding of the cup is achdatam, the finger. Okay. Then we have the the the, the cup is elokim. It's a judgment. It's katnut. Okay. But the main the main thing is that gadlut aleph. Okay, gadlut aleph. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. You have two gadluyot. Two gadluyot meaning two great energy. 
that coming one from the day, Gadlut Aleph coming from the day, remember the Gadlut Aleph, what, day, what year is that? Who remember Gadlut, what year is that? Huh? Huh? Gadlut Aleph is? Gadlut. Five to thirteen. Huh? Very good. Five to thirteen. Gadlut bet is is twenty and above. So gadlut bet also come in. So there is three things happening in the same time when we do the wine. Three things. Okay? You have gadlut aleph. Do you need to worry about it? Nothing. It's coming from the day itself because it's Passover. Boom! Energy. Infusion of energy come automatically. Gift. Uh, nothing to think about. Gadlut bet is when you're holding the cup. You get Katnut Bet. Now you're holding the cup. <laughs> I got Katnut Bet. You already got two from two without nothing. Energy come in, only the cup after you fill up the wine, not you. Somebody fill up the wine for you. Do not fill your own cup. Let somebody else fill it for you, always. Only on Passover, you're not filling up your own cup. You let somebody else filling it up. Because you are, it's the energy of freedom. Katnut Bet is coming from the meditation and from the words. So when you read, or you cannot read, you scan, or you are in a room with somebody is reading it, and you can do it with them in your mind. Let's say you cannot read Hebrew, it's okay too, close your eyes, and hold the cup, and meditate that your lips become their lips, and through their lips you are actually reading. You're allowed to do it, by the way. When you do that, you're getting the highest level of energy that you are start drawing the energy of Gadlut Bet. And then, what happened to the dark side? Listen carefully. Remember? Now the baby is born, not 20 pounds, he's born 200 pounds. So instead of waiting for the baby to grow, he's born a full capacity. He's born like a football player, like strong, powerful, amazing. So we don't have to wait all the stages for the baby to born. He's already born the extra large, right? And because of that, he's ready to go to war with the clipot. What is it does? No more clipot. No more negativity, no more dark side, no more problem. And that's what the first stage is burning everything. And you're ready to go to the next stage. Now, the next stage there is two traditions. Some people, everybody is washing their hand, and some people, some people normally do one person in the room wash it for everybody else. It's not washing to eat, it's just washing with the meditation. There is not a lot of meditation actually there. It's just to wash the negativity for everybody in the room. Okay? If you feel you need to wash uh, 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 the hand, go and wash it. But it's supposed to be one person in the room that's washing it, the head table, the head of the room, the head rabbi, whatever it is, that's washing it. Now, what are we doing? We are actually washing it, as they say, Mishnat Hasidim, We are washing the negativity we have in our life. So it's not a blessing there. It's not like uh, um, something that we do. It's simply washing the negativity uh, from our hand. All right. Now, now we're coming to Karpas. Third stage called Karpas. Remember, Kadesh, first stage, Urchatz, second, Karpas, third. Karpas is very interesting because look what happened in Karpas. In Karpas, something weird happened. Now the baby is born five pounds, or seven, or 20, okay? Katnut, in Karpas, we're going back to normal. What do you mean we're going back to normal? We're going back to what we're supposed to start with. 
we're supposed to go by stages. If you normal giving birth, the baby feels small, then he's a man. Now the baby born is a man and then he's small. Now we're going back <coughs> to become Karpas again. It doesn't make a sense. Because what is Karpas? Tell us the Ari, tell us the Zohar. Katnut Aleph. It's Katnut Aleph, it's the smallest level of energy. Katnut Aleph is mean the baby just born. All right? The baby just born. And that's why you don't want to eat a lot of that because it's all judgment. Whenever you talk Katnut, is Elokimbo Yudkevavke. Remember what it is? What is Katnut? Elokimbo Yudkevavke. Don't look at your note. Come on, you got a note. Elokim, judgment. Elokim. Katnut is always Elokim, always judgment. You don't want to eat too much of the uh, parsley. You eat very small amount, less than olive. If you look at the halakha, it's because you don't want to do last blessing. If you look at the Kabbalistic explanation, it's because there is too much judgment in it. So when you take it, you want to make sure you don't attach to that judgment. You're not ready yet. You didn't completely do everything. So you don't do that judgment. You take a little piece, you do the blessing, little. I see a lot of time people in Passover take the whole thing, put it in the salt water and eat it. Say, oh, I love vegetables. I love vegetables. It's not vegetables. It's katnut. It's katnut. It's not vegetables. It's katnut. It's judgment. It's a lokim. It's like serious business going on here. You're poisoning yourself. It's very dangerous. So you're taking them very small, like the leaves, this leaf, the green. Why salt water? Salt always mituk adinim. Salt is a secret, as Dari explained, is sweetment of the judgment. That's why when you kosher meat, what do we do? Salt. Wherever you put salt is sweetening the judgment. So because the judgment is heavy duty judgment, heavy duty is katnut aleph, meaning the clipot is like waiting with the machine gun to finish you. Don't go there. You already revealed some blast of energy through the wine, but they, they want something. They want something. And we're going to give them something. Because you must give the clipot something. The clipot, the dark side, is a necessity for our creation. People sometimes want to get rid of all the darkness in their life. There's no such a thing. It will be the end of the world. The dark side have a mission too. The dark side just need to be controlled. You got to be controlling. You hold the reins and give a little bit of the thing and then continue. People who don't study Kabbalah think it should never be dark side. Dark side has a reason to be exist. I saw some fingers somewhere. Look at the fingers. So the salt water and the whole tears thing is just like... Tears? Well, you know, we no tears. Salt water, tears we were slaves. Mother tears. Did you dip it in the salt water to remind us of our tears as, as slaves. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I, I should use it. You that you heard it too? I like it. It's a nice explanation. Why not? We should say that. I never saw it like in... in uh, wait, I'll show you my it's, But it's cute. It's cute. I, I, I like it. I, we should say that. We should say that. Why not? Tears. Nice. It's like, uh, there, there is something. But I'm explaining, I'm explaining mostly the Kabbalistic term because it's sad for me to see I'm going to so many homes of many, many people and it's sad for me to see how much people they don't know? It's a coevly. I'm in pain because people have no idea. It's becoming a memory to Egypt. You should never become memory to Egypt because Chavdu Shalom, if all what you're doing is, is a historical channel, 
in basically the whole point of discovery channel. You want to look like all of it is discovery channel, meaning you are creating something. If you're a historical event, then uh, it's like uh, nothing. It's like 4th of July. You understand? So it's very, very important. Let's continue. Now we're coming to a complicated part. How are we doing on the battery there? Are we good? Everybody's happy? Good. You get some complaint, figure out, figure out. No, you don't see it. All right. Anyway, now we're coming to the yachats. Now here, this is the heavy duty part of the seder. Most people don't aware if it even happened. Here you're doing the most, the most important part of the seder. And unfortunately, people like don't even know it's there. So whatever you have one matzah, whatever you have three matzah, whatever you have a little bit of matzah, I don't care what you have, not the bread, but matzah. In this point, you're supposed to break the matzah. Now you should ask me, that's a very good question. Which matzah should we break early out? That's a good question. So this is what I'm going to answer. It's good. You're asking great questions. All right. It's funny. I never want to give this lecture. Never want to give it. Years I know this knowledge. I never want to share or give this lecture. I didn't have to. You know. Now I said to myself, you know, you don't have to do it, but I think it's important to give it. Like, why not? Why not? You know? Why not to give it? So remember how many matzot we have when we set up the matzot? Three. What's the shape of the matzot? You draw it very nice. What can we tell us? What type of matzot? Yeah, what is no, I know it's circular, but what, what type of matzot? What's the shape in the letter? Which letter are we controlling there? Hey, very good. How do we draw the hay? How many positions we have today? That's the letter A. Three. Three. Okay, so we get. You, you want to come draw it for me? Do me a favor. Like a, I'm, I'm really not a good drawer. He's like an excellent drawer. He can take it and. Yeah, exactly. So do, do the upper one, Dalet Yud. The middle one, do Dalet Vav. And the last one, do Vav Vav Vav, which is the hard one for me. I don't know how to draw the Vav Vav Vav. No, but like, like one below each other. But one below each other, how? Show me. Show me the first one. Yeah, here. That's good. Dalit Yud. Dalit Yud. Good. Okay. Now do one below that. Okay. Yeah. And Dalit Vav. Dalit Vav. Now the matzah that you break is the middle one. Do not ever forget it. The middle one needs to be break. Not the upper one. Not the lower one. The middle. And I'm going to explain how to break it. Now that stuff, right? Why is it uneven then? Huh? What do you mean uneven? Uneven, I will explain. It is uneven, but this is physical. Uh, today, only today I read, Rabbi Chaim Vital said that many people worry about how even it is, and you shouldn't be too worried about it because that's physical. In the mind, it should be uneven, and we're going to go into it in a second. Very good? Very good. Thank you so much. You're doing a great job. People in China love you. <laughs> All right. So what happened... Remember what matzah represents? Matzah represents chokhmah or binah? Very good. I need all of you to know it. Chokhmah. Uh, where is the light of the matzah come from? Abba or Ima? Abba. Very good. So now there is three matzot, one on top of each other. Dalet Yud, Dalet Vav, 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 Vav. Now we're breaking the middle one. Listen carefully. It's a thousand kavanot on this. I will do the best I can to explain much as I can. Yeah. 
in this part, you're breaking uneven in your mind, or if you can do it also uneven here, one become Dalit and one become Vav. Remember that. One become Dalit, one become Vav. Do not make uh, a balagan. Don't make a mess. You need to know which one is Dalit and which one is Vav. If you want to do what I do, I take a napkin and I cover the Vav and I put it the back. What uh, Ed Rabba used to do in Poland and in Russia, they used to have a special bag on the side and they used to pick the Vav next to them and put the Dalet back into the matzah. What Hasidet uh, Sons or the Bobov used to do, they used to have a special basket when they wrap it in their bag and they carry it like this while they're doing the whole thing. So you can do whatever you want. Some Sephardic used to hold it in a basket. Whatever works for you is okay. Just remember which one is the Dalet, which one is the Vav. Don't ever get confused between the two. Okay? So what they did in our days, they make one small, one big, so they know the difference. And the big one was Vav, and the small one was Dalet. But it's not the physical thing. It's more spiritual thing. Dalet will be eventually what you're eating the Amotzi from. Vav will be kept for the Afikoman. Hmm? Dalet smaller, Vav the bigger, but again, do not be attached to it too much. Dalet is smaller, even I know from the shape it looks bigger, uh, the Gemini mine. But Vav is actually equal six and Dalet is equal four. The Gemini now happy. <laughs> I know how to talk to Gemini. You know, you gotta explain to them intellectually, they. Okay? Now, don't forget, Dalet comes with Dal. Dal means in Hebrew, poor. What do we say about the matzah? Ah, lachma, aniya. Ah, we say ah, lachma, like the hay. Ah, lachma, aniya. This is the hay of the, okay, no. All right. It's in Hebrew, it's like mind-blowing. Anyway, we did the Dalet and Vav. Remember, one is Mashiach ben David, and one is Mashiach ben Yosef, if you really want to go deeper into that. Which one? <laughs> what do you think? Actually, it doesn't say. It doesn't say which one. <laughs> it doesn't say. Because, and I have a problem with that too, because Dalet means poor, and it's supposed to be King David, because he's the Malchut. And Ephraim is Yosef, is the rich. But the one we kept, which is Mashiach ben David, is Afikoman, supposed to be King David, supposed to be the Messiah. And the one we ate in the beginning is the Dalet. So, it's not easy to, to translate it. It's very, it's very hard for me to, to decide. Even I wrote all kind of explanation. Okay? Now, I don't remember if there's any things that I didn't tell you. You don't need the matzah, by the way. You don't need the matzah. You just break it. You don't need it. Break it, put it back. Better, put it back. Wear it back in the middle. Some people say, take it out of the middle because they're afraid to get confused. What normally I do, those of you who have been with me many years, I cover it with a napkin, put it in the back, and hide it. There it's there. Now, it's time to reveal the secret to you. Even Debbie asked me not to, but she left, so it's okay. <laughs> so all years long, the children looking for a fikoman. Right? They're looking for that vav. Where is the vav all the time? With you. <laughs> so what kind of a fikoman are you giving the children to look for? 
a fake one, not the real one. Because if the afikoban will disappear, we all not going to get the energy of Passover. So what do you do? You think you give them just a, a matzah, which is symbolized the afikoban, and then they're looking for it. The afikoban has to stay with you the whole time. The whole time. Why do we give the children to look for it? What's the tradition of it? The children represent katnut or katlut? Katnut, smallness. So the smallness looking for the greatness. There is all codes there. It's all codes. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. All right, I think we're done with the Echatz. It's already a lot. Now we're going to Magid. Magid, I told you already, Pesach, you have to talk. And here, you're getting Gadlut Aleph, Katnut Bet, Gadlut Bet, Katnut Aleph. Remember, Katnut, you're sometimes going to see, instead of Achdatam, you're going to see this, or you're going to see this. It's the same thing, by the way. Amgal. No? Amgal? Basically, they took the Gal, it's 33, is the same numerical value of these three letters. And they put it in together, yes? It's just a code. I just want to make sure that if you ever see it and you get deep into Kabbalah and you see those names, you know they're actually the same, so don't get confused. Amgal. The same, like that. Okay? Hmm? No, no, no meaning. It's just the gematria. Just the gematria. Okay, so we start with Magid. Magid, basically, you start reading the Agada. And then, what do you do? You say, Ah, Lachma, Aniyah. This is the poor man bread. You take the Dalet. Remember the Dalet you broke? You take the Dalet. And let's say there are 50 people. You show it to all the people. Say, you show them the Dalet of the Matzah. Ah, Lachma, Aniyah. This is the poor man bread. Why this is? The Dalet, Dalet mean poor. Dal mean poor in evil. So you raise the Dalet and you show it to them. Everything with the meaning. It's so beautiful. Everything is with the meaning. It's exciting. Then we have Manishtana. Why we sing Manishtana? The kids start to sing Manishtana. What is the kids' katnut? The katnut said Manishtana. Manishtana means what change in this night? What they're asking, how come there is gadlut before katnut? Where are we? It's supposed to be first we and then the adult. First kids been born, then gadlut. So Manishtana, if you look at the translation, what has been changed? If you look at the translation in English, what has been changed? That's what it means. Manishtana means what has been changed. If you want to read it, it says, what's the difference this night from all other night? All other night, we eat uh, both bread and matzah, which is not correct. You don't eat bread and matzah. And so it's all code that people don't even aware. What is in bread and matzah? Now you know. Because matzah means or the chokhmah, bread means or the chasadim. Now after you study, it means there is no such a thing eating every night we eating bread and matzah. No, you eat bread. Chametz ve matzah. Alayla ze kulo matzah. This tonight is only matzah. All the other night we inling all kind of vegetables. Tonight we inling only maror. So there is codes, so many codes in Manishtana that we are singing. Just let me do Good. All right. And that point also, we pouring the second wine. Somebody pouring was the, the second cup of wine. 
The second cup of wine, if you want to remember, it's meditation for lust. Second cup of wine is for lust. Lust. L-U-S-T. Lust. Okay? It's correcting any type of wrong lust. All right? Lust. L-U-S-T. Shukot. Shukot asurot. Second cup. Second cup. Yes. Manishtana. Stage, we are still in Magid. We're still in Magid. We're still Magidim. We're still talking and talking the Agadah. Okay? We're still talking the Agadah. Now, you're saying, you're saying, you're saying, until you're getting to something now, I will do the best to explain it in the best way. And normally, we explain about the four sons. Now, the way you say four sons, okay? Arba banim dibra Torah. Four sons the Torah was talking about. But really, is the Agadah going to talk to us about four types of people? One is wise, one is evil. What is, what is son? If you take the word son in Hebrew, how do you say son in Hebrew? Ben. Very good. Very good. Now, what is Ben? Is Yud K Vav K time two, which is Malchut. Remember the spelling out? Spelling out of Yud Kevavke in Chochmah, 72. Spelling out of Yud Kevavke in Bina, 63. Spelling out of Yud Kevavke in Zeranpin, 45. Spelling out of Yud Kevavke in Malchut, 52. 52. Ben. So when they talk about four sun the Torah talk about, he's talking about four aspects of connecting to Malchut. I hope I'm not losing you. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things going on. I'm excited about this part because I show you why. All right? Now, it's a shame we don't have CPA here. Five times. Now, if there is four. It's a lot of work in the brain. But it's fun. It's too much fun. What is that? Yudke Vavke, Malchut, is always twice. It's double. So, so it's, it's the milui, it's called the milui, the fulfillment. It's basically yud vav dalet, a-a, vav vav, a-a. Okay? If you want to get into it. Now, it's not finished. Not finished. Leah, stay with me here. 52 times 4 is 208. 208 is kotkod. Kotkod meaning in Hebrew, skull. I know it's too much, but I love this part. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta remember that, please. I'm excited. Kod kod, yes, kod kod, skull. What's the point? Ma, 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 what anekuda? Ma, what's the point there? The idea is like that. Listen carefully. There is two ways that the Eranpin is connecting. One, the Eranpin is Yaakov, Jacob. How many wives Jacob has? Four. Very good. How many real wife he had? What's their name? Yeah. Very good. Who is buried next to him? Very good. Who is not buried next to him? Very good. When did his name change? When he, when he buried Rachel or Leah? His name changed from Jacob to Israel. When? For the angel, but Leah. Leah. He connected to Leah through Israel. He connected to Yaakov through Rachel. The Mekubalim, especially the Arizal and the Zohar, 
and all the Mekubalim explain that there is two ways of connection. It's nothing to do with the story of Yaakov and Rachel. It's two ways of connection. There is Yaakov and Rachel and Yaakov and Leah. Yaakov and Rachel are connecting back to back. Yaakov and Leah are face to face. Question is why? I will do the best I can to explain it in the best way. After this, it will go easy. The dark side can only attack your back. The dark side cannot attack your front. Your front is your essence, is who you are, is the most powerful part of who you are. The back is called achoraim. The dark side can attack from the achoraim. The Ari, if you want the details, the Ari said, that's why we're going to the toilet from the achoraim. He actually said it. He actually said it. That because that's where the clipot are. It's not just built this way. It's just built that way because of that. Because now Rachel is not as more elevated than Leah, and that's why Leah is buried next to Yaakov, she has to go face to face with Yaakov because the clipot want to get some energy. They must get energy. But if you give them only the Achoraim, they can attack, but they cannot get any energy. They want something to get. So what they're doing, they're going to Leah. Leah is, I'm sorry, uh, Rachel is back to back, and Leah is face to face. So they have to go to Leah to get the energy from the Achoraim, from the back. Yes? No, Rachel, Rachel is back to back. She, they cannot attack your face. They can only attack you back. So if, if uh, Rachel is back to back to Yaakov, there's no room for them to attack. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. But above that, Leah and Yaakov is like that. So because Leah and Yaakov is like this, they come to Leah. But the problem, Leah is more elevated. The light there is shining like crazy. It can burn them. They know it, but they want something. So they cannot affect Leah at all. So they can go. Now, how is this connected to the four sons? And to Kotko, the skull. Rachel needs energy, otherwise she will die. The way she's getting the energy is through the Kotkod, through the skull of Leah. Just try to think about it when you're there, and just enjoy sharing it with you. You don't have to remember that's way too much and way too more, more than anybody will do uh, the Pesach. The energy going to the skull of Leah, through the neck to Rachel. Okay, just you need to remember that when you say four sons has nothing to do with boys, Nothing to do with the sun has to do with that type of energy. I'm just excited to share it with you. I know it's too much, but we skip it. That's it. Enough, 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 Eliyahu. Enough, enough. Just go to the point. Rachel connect to the Kotkod, yes. yes. Kotkod of Leah through the neck of Rachel. That's where the energy Rachel is getting it. No, no, no. It's not physical. It's not. Don't try to make a picture. Now we're coming to Dam Ve'esh Ve'tibrot Ashan. We're coming to the part that we're using the wine to pour into the plate. Some people use finger. Some people just pour the wine from the cup. Both ways is okay. Rabbi Chaim Vital, right? The Ari and him did it from the cup, not with the finger. But some people do it with the finger. Why the finger? Because it's written Etzba Elokim. That the Makot that plagues in Egypt happened from the finger of God. So you're doing it with the finger of God. And some people 
doing it from the cup because the cup is Elohim. And Elohim is the one that did all the plagues. So now you know the difference, okay? Yes, Pashtay? Keep going, keep going. We're still in Magid. Still the same thing. Then we have Dayenu, which means enough. Dayenu, we sing, we're excited, appreciate what we have. Dai, Dayenu. Okay? And then we come to the second cup. Listen carefully, second cup. Here you remove any type of imbalance in sexuality. Yeah, it's the same. That's the same cup. First we pour it, now we drink it. Pouring the wine, drinking the wine, two different aspects. So any type of ruach znut, spirit of sexuality, or spirit of lust, this is when you remove it. Okay? Either imbalance in whatever way it's imbalance. Second cup of wine. Now, by the way, how much you need to drink? This I didn't tell you. So you need to drink, Debbie bought a special cup for our house, so people would drink not too much and not too little. So you have to be a certain amount, certain amount. It's a, I don't know how to show it to you, but it's a certain amount that you need to drink. You can Google it and you can drink according to it. You want to drink more, drink more, but you cannot lose your mind, meaning you have to focus. You cannot, it's not Purim. It's not about getting drunk. It's a serious business going on there, okay? You are like in a surgery room. You need to drink the wine for a certain reason, but don't, Overly drink it, you know, and it's a serious thing. Yes? What's the, the basis of the second wine, second glass of wine being to remove lust or imbalance sexuality? Just, just by thinking it. Just by thinking, and the same kavanot like I showed you before. Achdatam and all this and that. Everything is the same. Exact, uh, whatever we did before, remember? Whatever we did before with the cup and this and this and that, you are actually... Doing it the same, okay? Okay. Okay. Now, yeah, yeah, it's the same covenant there for the for the cup, the same gadlut, katnut, achdatam, the same, the same exactly. Yeah, exactly the same. Now, now we come into Rachza. We come into washing the hand. Washing the hand like the Tilat Yadayim, very simple. Then we have two stages that normally people put into, uh, as I said, so Rachza is stage number six. Yeah, okay? Rachza, washing the hand. Then we have Motsi, stage seven, and Matzah, stage eight. A lot of people think that Motsi and Matzah is one stage. No, it's separate. One is Amotzi and one is Matzah. Now, when you do Amotzi, what do you do Amotzi on? What do you do the blessing of the Matzah on? You do on the Dalet and on the Yud from the upper Matzah. Remember, there is three Matzah. The upper Matzah is Dalet Yud, second Matzah, Dalet Vav, third Matzah, Vav, Vav, Vav. You don't touch the Vav, Vav, Vav. You don't touch the bottom and the bottom. Leave it. You take a piece from the one you broke, the Dalit. You take a piece from the one above. You mix them together. You do a mozi on that. Do you remember that? That's stage eight. Huh? Seven. That's stage eight. Eight, yeah. Matzah. What eight? Stage eight. 
Yes, yes, yes. Motzi matzah, yes. Motzi, and then matzah, yes. Yes, do not touch the vav. Do not touch the vav. Vav is not being eaten. The other part staying there alone in a napkin. Leave it alone. Don't touch it. It's for later. In the end, we're going to deal with it. Now, we need to do the dalet and the yud. Yes. Yes. The yud is the upper matzah, because it's built from dalet yud. It's the hay that built dalet yud. So you take a piece from above, piece from the middle of the dalet. It doesn't have to be big. You do a mozi. Later on, if you need to eat more, you can eat more. But those matzot are designated for a real serious business going on there. You want to have extra matzot, take an extra box of matzah and eat if you're hungry. But we have a reason to do a surgery there. It's a very serious business. And if you have many people you have to give the matzah to, just understand that you will not be, have enough for later. So don't be cheap, but be cheap because you want to keep it for later. Okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. Now, the next thing we do is basically... Now, remember, when you eat the matzah, you have to remember a few things. You have to remember that you're eating energy from Abba. You have to remember that it's light of wisdom, or the chokmah. And I remember those things I study, we studied in the beginning. Then we come to the favorite part. It's called maror, bitter herb. You're grinding the maror before. If you can do it two hours before, three hours before, good. If you, if you do it, keep it in a vacuum or in a Ziploc so the maror stays strong. Now, you have to eat at least half an egg of bitter herb. That's very tough on your tongue. You're not going to feel your tongue. That's how you know you did it well. Your tongue will be numb for about three days if you do it right. Half an egg of maror, the size is half an egg. You don't have to eat it in one shot. Many people think you have to put the whole thing in one shot. It's very difficult. So what you do, you take the chasa, you take the lettuce, buy before big lettuce, because if you have those small lettuce, there will be no room where to put it. And make it like a sandwich. You know, if you eat vegan, you know how they make it. Maror, you roll it. Some people dip it a lot in charoset. Kabbalists say just to touch the charoset. So you will not have sweetness in your mouth. Just a touch in the charoset, and then you start biting it. When you chew the, the maror, the bitter herb, it's super spicy. It's not just spicy, it's released more spice as you're chewing it. If you swallow it, everything is okay. The problem is, if you swallow it, you have to do it all over again. Lo yotze. Masechet Psachim, you know, the Talmud and the Ari telling us, lo yotze, if you swallow. You got to chew the spice until it's turning to be sweet. Until it becomes sweet. So you're chewing it, take 10 minutes, about 10 minutes. It takes 10 minutes. I usually hold the towels in this hand because sometimes you're coughing. You can't. You can't breathe. It's so spicy. Steam going to your brain, your nose. Try not to smell it and hold it and close your eyes and meditate on all your tikkunim. Laziness, jealousy, problem with yourself, last issue, everything. And you chew, and you chew, and you chew, and you chew. The Kabbalist explained, Rabbi Chaim Vital explained, that when you're chewing it, you're reaching to your full potential because your potential is sweet, but the cover something is bitter. Now, if your ear was tough, most probably you're going to end up with some tough maror. If the ear to come is super sweet, you might find out that it will be difficult. Okay? Might find out that it will be super difficult. I usually have with me three types of maror. I have the maror that I make before because I like to test to make sure that I'm going dealing with the, a nightmare one. And then I have the one that I'm doing on the table and and make sure I'm doing it because it's got to be perfectly right. 
basically you're going to suffer a little bit. Okay? You're going to sweat. You're going to cough. Things will not look pretty. But that, in the end, you swallow it when it becomes sweet like honey. Trust me, until it gets honey, you, you want to say, I'm not sure I'm into it. A lot of doubts start to go to your head. Am I doing the right thing? My first Pesach with Maror, Big Maror, was uh, with the Rav in, next to Yosef HaTzadik. So I'm sitting, the Rav invited me to his table. I'm sure, look, I'm new. This is my table. I said, okay, that's cool. Everybody look at me. So the Rav said, before I start, whatever I do, you do. No problem. I've been in the army. I can't do anything. So all of a sudden, he put the letters. He put Maror. So he doesn't talk in Pesach. Most of the time, he doesn't speak. Because Pesach, the mouse that talks. So he tried to avoid talking. So then he put more. He put more. So I'm looking at it. I said, so I take a little bit off for me because <laughs> I don't think I need that much. So he without words. So me, I'm looking. So I'm putting more, and then I cover it with the letters that nobody see. <laughs> so he showed me what he has, what I have, and all of a sudden I see him prepare towels. So I said, oh, this is going to be nasty. <laughs> so, and I'm Sephardic, so I think I can eat spicy, but I didn't know what's coming. And I'm start chewing it. I'm telling you, it never ends. 11 minutes, never end. And I'm chewing it. I said, my God, help me. <laughs> it doesn't happen. And I'm chewing, and I'm chewing, and I'm chewing, and I cry so much. I'm telling you, it was about 20 minutes long. It just didn't want to go away. The, the bitterness didn't go, go away. But what you feel after that, I don't know, with those of you who did it, you feel free. You feel like I overcome something very heavy in my life. And you got to do that maror. So maror is the morality value of mavet. Maror the mavet, death, is the same thing, Okay. Maror, okay, is death. And you will remove any aspect of death from your life. It's mituk adinim b'malchut. It's sweetening the judgment of malchut. Yes, question. Oh, that's going to be a long night. No, 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 that's second time. Second time, that's later. Just be patient, be patient, I'm going to the next stage. So this is Maror. This is what we're doing Maror. And to understand about all the bad things that happen in your life. You have to remember all the bad things happening in the moment in your life. Whatever not working. Relationship, money, issue. You have to remember that. Don't be ashamed. Bring it in. It's almost like you go to war with all your problem. Say, I'm here. Bring it. Bring it. And you're going to fight. Ah! <laughs> and it's you, the jealousy. Ah! The laziness. Ah! The anger. The and you chew, 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 until it becomes sweet. Now you overcome it. Now the next thing, things will be better. Now come Korech. Korech is similar. The only part here, which is easy, you add a piece of matzah. Okay? Piece of matzah. Which matzah? You didn't ask. Hello, hello. Remember the third matzah in the bottom that nobody care about? That's the matzah for Korech. So you take the bottom one, you take a piece, you put in the lettuce, you put the matzah, you put the bitter herbs, and you put what? That's the exciting part. Haroset. Now, those of you who want to know the recipe for haroset, I can give it to you. It's made from three roots, seven fruit. I don't have it right now here, but I have it written. And it's great haroset. Part of what you put in the haroset is actually poison. 
it's dangerous, don't put too much of it. It's a roots of, I don't know the name of, Yakinton, Yakinton, which is, a, it's dangerous. Yakintus in English. So it's basically a roots, okay, which is poison, which means you can kill people with that. But you put part of it in the haroset. Those of you who want, it's available, but you don't have to eat haroset if, if there is Yakintus. But I'll let you know that we are using it in a certain amount that will not kill you. But it's a necessity because it's a roots. Part of the cinnamon, it's a roots. Zingabil, uh, ginger, or the ginger. We use all kind of interesting roots, and you put all of it together, together with fruit, like pear, like queens, like dates, like grapes. So you mix it all together, seven fruit. Shh, guys, guys. Seven fruit, three roots. Three roots for Keter, Chochma, Bina. Seven fruit for Chesed, Gvorat, Tiferet, Netzachot, Yesod, Malchut. So now you know. So in the haroset, you have everything. That's why it's called haroset. Chas for chaim, root for the death. Root's the mother of King David who killed a lot of people. So combine all of it together with the baro, together. You have judgment and mercy in one sandwich. Very important and very fun to eat. You don't have to wait for it to become uh, this. You enjoy the ride. You enjoy that. Meaning that you can eat, is it chametz? It's, it's chametz. You cannot eat chametz uh, here. Okay, okay. So the idea, the idea of please, thank you. So the idea is that that sandwich is a very important sandwich because it has mercy and judgment together. It's a very very important. Now, that's correct. So this is stage ten. Don't forget, Leah. Stage 10, yes. No, 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 no. You don't have to do that. If you want to, why not? If you want to, Lamalo. Now remember, in the in the Korech and in the Maror, okay, in first in the Maror, is the sweetness of the judgment of Leah. So don't forget this, okay? And in the Korech, is Katnut Aleph from Abba. It's the Katnut Aleph from Father. That's why we use Matzah of Vav Vav Vav, which is the Baram Matzah. Guess what happened after Korech? With stage number 11, exciting, we eat. After all this stage 11, dinner. Now, you need to enjoy the food. Shulchan Orech, it say that you must enjoy the food of Passover. So you better cook or make sure there is a food that you like. Because the important thing about Shulchan Aruch to enjoy the food. Stage number 12, it's good to do this stage around midnight, if you can. That's why it's good to keep the people as late as possible. And stage 12, it's called Tzafun. It's the time that you eat Afikoman. Why you eat Afikoman then? Because you're not hungry. It's like the Messiah. What is the Messiah energy? I want it all when I don't want it. So everybody must eat a piece of afikoman. Everybody. Even a small one. There is a magic that the Kabbalists used to do with the afikoman. It's a magic that used to carry a piece of it for the rest of the year when they go traveling. You put it in your pocket. So wherever you go travel, you have success. It's good, it's good magic I'm teaching you. 
you take a piece of your afikoman, your afikoman, you put it in your pocket, on your wallet, for the rest of your life, uh, rest of the year, and magic starts happening to you. Tell you some magic, okay? Okay, after Tzafun, <laughs> we gotta finish this, come on. After Tzafun, we're coming to Barech. Barech is basically Berkat Amazon. Simple Berkat Amazon, but remember there is a lot of light that coming from Gadlut. Aleph, Katnut Bet, okay? We start getting everything that we want from the light in this stage. After we do that, what stage I was? I was in 13. 13. Stage 14, we say the Alel. In the Alel, we have Gadlut Bet the Ima again. And we also, oh, I forgot to tell you, the third cup, I forgot to tell you, the third cup for Berkat Amazon. The third cup. Remember, for Bagat Amazon, you have to do the third cup. I need to tell you the Kavana. So the third cup, yeah. it's in. Because every cup is a spirit that we want to remove. So I want to make sure I give you the right kavanah for this. Let me see it. At this point, I can see it. All right. We're almost done. We're almost done. I just want to make sure that I'm giving you the kavanah for the third cup that it's in the end. Okay. To remove the evil spirit. That's a four, the third spirit we want to remove. It is to remove this bad spirit. Right after this, we pour the wine for Eliyahu Navi. That's in the end of Perkat Amazon. That's before stage 14, okay? Before Alel. And the reason we invite Elijah the prophet, because every time you receive energy for free, the dark side wants a piece of you. And the only one who can protect you is Elisha. That's why in the Brit, you get energy for free, Elisha can protect you. Then we have Alel. Alel is basically to praise, to be happy about what you receive. Say the Alel. You get excited. You dance. Everybody's happy. Some people say it's better to sit. Some people say it's stand. By the way, at this point, you can eat. You can eat between the third cup or the fourth cup. Nothing. So whatever you want to eat is before the end of Perkat Amazon. You don't want to eat after that. Please don't forget. I'm, I just told you. <laughs> so, and then you're coming to the fourth cup. The fourth cup, what's that? The fourth cup is to remove the spirit of impurity. You can drink wine, but that's it. The fourth cup, you drink... You drink the fourth cup to remove the spirit of impurity. 
And then the, you say, what's that? Sorry, the word Halel, it's the hmm? Halel, the fourth class, is that after Halel? Yeah, this is the end of the Halel, the end of Kol the end of everything. Just before you say Nirza, you drink the fourth cup, which is to remove the impurity, bad spirit. And right after that, you do Nirza. Nirza is meaning the 15th stage. That's what you say. Uh, next year, we will do it in Jerusalem. And here, you sing two songs. Most people skip on that song, Chad Gadia, but it's very important to sing that song. Kamblis believe that it's a very important song. And Echad Aniyodah. There is more song, more Zohar you got to read. And you can do the fun of it. You can be happy by now because you become free. So those are the two stages. Guys, Tam V'Nirza V'Nishlam. We finished the Agadah. We finished the whole explanation of Passover. I'm very happy we have a recording of it. It will be available in vitaltransformation.org tomorrow, as I heard. Right? So everybody can watch it and take notes from your Agadah tomorrow. May God bless you. May God bless you for coming. May God bless you for watching me live. May God bless you for watching me after. And I see you in a few days in the Seder. Thank you very much. God bless.